Hey, what if there was one thing that you could do to increase retention, engagement, and the performance of your team? But not only that, what if it was the first and arguably the most important thing for you to be able to lead well? Would you do it? We're going to tell you what it is today. Welcome to the Lead Well Podcast, where we give mission-driven leaders principled and practical advice so they can do just that, lead well. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is John Kidwell, and I get the privilege of hosting this podcast and being here with you, leaders who are out there serving, taking on responsibility, leading people and organizations to do something they might not be able to do without you. Thank you for doing the work that you do, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Please, if you would, share, subscribe, and review this podcast. I'm going to tell you a little something special about that review later on in the episode. Uh, Hint, hint, we're giving away stuff, if you will, review this podcast. But it helps so much when you share and subscribe and review. If you would do that at the end of this, after you hear what we had to say, that would be awesome. So, What is that thing? What is that thing that increases retention, engagement, performance? And what is that thing that we need as leaders to be able to lead well? Well, we need a clear purpose. We need to know why we do the work that we do, why it matters. It builds an emotional connection for us, for our team, for the people we serve to the work that we do. And here's here's the stats for you. When we have a clear purpose, it increases retention in our organizations by 40%. When our purpose is clarified and our team connects with it, 50% higher engagement than without it. And this one is super cool because it's always like purpose. It's a little intangible. It's a little ethereal. And, uh, and at the same time, if we are driven by purpose, if it comes from within, instead of us trying to coax and command from outside, 80th percentile of performers are clear on their purpose and why they are doing the work. Simon Sinek lays this out in his book, Start With Why, extremely well. What happens when we lack a shared purpose? Well, one, it derails our team. We start to chase a whole bunch of different priorities and we don't stay true to why we do the work that we do. The other thing is that we get disengaged because it's all about what? and how. And as a leader, all we have then is here's what we do and here's how you need to do it. And there is no compelling reason why. When we lack a shared purpose, we lose, we trade our ability to inspire people for only coming from the outside to try to motivate people, to try to coax people, to try to command people to do what they need to do by telling them what we need to do and how we need to do it. As I said, it's command control and coax. And as leaders, what we want to do is we want to influence. We want to have a relationship with our people and a relationship with the work that we do so that it's not just about the head, but we can activate the heart. Because when they, when, when that is activated, when the heart is there, then it's that internal combustion engine where our team and us uh, will continue to drive ourselves because we care, because the work that we do matters. Listen, if we lack a shared purpose, we trade out so many tools in our tool belt and we really only bring in a couple that we can rely on. 
One is telling people what to do. And I'm guessing you're like me. I don't always like to be told what to do. I like to be shown. I like to be modeled. I like to be inspired and said, this matters. And then I get to go make a difference in that area. Number two, if we trade out purpose, the only other option that we have is coaxing people through money, through outside incentives that are going to drive performance because it's not being driven from within. So instead of going down that negative cycle where we don't have purpose, so we have to continue to try to pour in from the outside with uh, nap pods, with increase in pay, with all of the benefits and the amenities and all of these things that are really cool and then they drain away. Let's build that purpose that bubbles up from within so that our team is always driving and doing work that matters. What are some ways that we can set up this positive cycle? Okay, clarifying our purpose has three things that we really wanna focus on. Number one, we want it to be big and aspirational. Big and aspirational purposes move us. <laughs> they move us in our heart and they move us to act. They compel us to act. So how do we make it big and aspirational? Well, it needs to be a problem that cannot be done today. That's how we know it's big. It can't be done today and it can't be done by me going out and doing this myself. If I'm going to go mow the lawn, I can get that done today. If I'm going to go change the way that a neighborhood looks by curating the lawn so that it's a place that people want to be, that's bigger than me just going out and doing that today, whether that's volunteer, whether I build a business around that, it's bigger than today. And it needs to be aspirational. Aspirational is future oriented and positive. How do we boil that into something a little bit more simple? It's a bright future. We're trying to take a problem that we face today and solve it, creating a brighter future for the people that we serve. The first step in clarifying our purpose is to make it big and aspirational, solving a problem that we ourselves care about. Number two, and this one is so important today. This one is so important for leading millennials and Gen Zs. Why? Because we live in a VUCA world. VUCA is volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And I know you feel that just like I do. So here's what purpose does in the face of that is it creates stability because number two, your purpose is unchanging. It's constant. This is the reason why you do the work. This is the reason why we opened the nonprofit, started the church, created the business in the first place was to be able to make a positive impact in this way. So if you take it all the way back, why was it? Because I wanted people to have safe, secure homes. Because we wanted people to be able to build financial stability. Because we wanted people to be able to have the opportunity to learn regardless of their circumstances. These are the things. That why is why you started and it is the unchanging purpose for the organization. Inside of that constant, or by making that constant, excuse me, by making that constant, even when we change the what, hey, we're going to focus in on this area, the how, we need to change our practices because they're no longer relevant in this AI-influenced, technology-heavy world. 
those can change because I can still ground myself on why I'm doing the work that I'm doing. It's unchanging. So if we're clarifying our purpose, first of all, it's big and aspirational. So if you're just building it, focus in there. Number two, whether you're just building it or you're 20, 30, 75 years in and you got to re-anchor on that, you go to that thing that is unchanging in the work. And then number three, it impacts others' lives. Listen, I think our hearts break when we see problems and wrongs and things that need to be made right in the world, big or small. That compels us to act. We see ourselves in these situations. We see ourselves in a place, or maybe we were in that place. You know, you may have heard this, that sometimes our, our, our misery becomes our mission, that we've felt that pain and it moves us to act. Imagine if your team was so aligned around that purpose that so many of them came from that misery or faced that problem, and now they're helping people overcome uh, in a way that changes their lives. When we focus in our purpose external, being generous, helping, it continues to refresh and pour back into our organization, into ourselves. And number two, I, I believe that we are designed to need each other. And impacting others' lives, doing it in a way where we see other people and help them, help them grow financially, help them uh, restore their home, help them get a better education, help them fix their AC so that it's not 105 degrees inside their house like it is in Houston here right now. Thank you to all of the AC technicians that are out there making homes comfortable. I appreciate you. When we do that, when we do that, it gives us and our team that internal drive because we love to impact others' lives. We know that at our core that when we help others, it really feels good and it pours back into us. Now, again, I understand that big and aspirational, unchanging and impacting others' lives is kind of up there. And it's like, John, listen, like I got payroll that I have to make. We have problems in our organization that we have to solve, whether they're culture, whether we need to upskill people, whatever that may be. And I'm going to say it again, that it is not just an intangible, nice to have that when we clarify our purpose, let's go back to those stats. When we clarify our purpose, we gain and give our team and our organization the opportunity to increase retention by 40%. That saves money, two to three times the salary to trade and turn over people. So we're talking about saving money. Next one, 50% engagement increase in those team members, 50%. I would take somebody that is 50% more engaged than another team member. And that last one, 80th percentile of performance. Those that have a purpose that drives why they do the work, that they're out there doing work that matters to them. They routinely perform in the top 80th percentile. Pretty amazing. Okay, so how can you do that? How can you take a big, unchanging, and impact others-focused purpose? Maybe you need to re-clarify it. Maybe you need to build it. Maybe you got into it and you just realized, like, I just started helping people and now I got to figure this out because I have a team and I'm trying to clarify to the team. Here's what my team and I would do if we came in and helped you align your team and clarify the purpose. We would come in and we'd pose the question, why do you do the work that you do? 
Why do you do the work that you do? And then we'd get people to put sticky notes down and they'd be writing. We'd stick it up there and we'd move them all around. And you can do that. You can move them all around. Look for patterns, put them there. Ask yourself over and over again. Okay, why, why did we say stable and secure? Okay, why did we say safe? Okay, why did we say that having self-directed in our education matters? And we're just trying to boil down almost like marketers. Why, 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 why? Until we get to the very root of why we're doing what we're doing. Once we find that through conversation, through stories, through going all the way back to the beginning, to those origin stories of like, well, we started this business. We started this church. We built this nonprofit because it's right there. It's almost as simple as that. And we just got to work our way to that. And then as soon as you have that, you turn it around and you start to communicate with that. It is the heart of the organization. It is what pumps blood to everybody so that they can run. You put it in your emails. You build it into your marketing communications. You put it in the video that when you're talking about a podcast that's about equipping and inspiring leaders, you know why it exists. You put it wherever you can and you tie back the actions of the work of the organization to purpose. We're going to keep going in a series here to help you align your team, develop your leaders, and build a winning culture. Today, we're talking about aligning your team by clarifying your purpose. So you can keep up, so you can get ahead of us, and so you can grab the download to be able to do this with or without us, to take it and go start with your team. Head on over to leadwell.com and grab your download, Six Simple Steps for CEOs to Lead Well. Go get your download. We're gonna to continue to walk through it as we go. Couple of other things. I had shared earlier that we're gonna do uh, a review incentive. What does that mean? It means that we're gonna give you 150 bucks. <clears throat> we're gonna give you a chance to win 150 bucks. If you will go and take a review, give us a review and then send it to us. Here's how you do it. Head on to wherever you are listening to this podcast. Put in a review. Five stars are the best, but I will take whatever you will give us. I want you to do it based on what you heard today. Was it able to help you? Did it give you something to be able to lead your team? Leave us a review. Take a screenshot and then send it to podcast at leadwell.com or text it to me at 832-895-1253. When you do that, you're going to be entered for your chance to win 150 bucks. And we're not just giving away $150. We're going to give away multiple $150. So please head on over wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave us a review, take a screenshot, send it to me at podcast at leadwell.com or text me at 832-895-1253. Here's the other thing outside of sharing content to help you do this, we want to answer your questions. We want this to be a place where leaders can come and ask questions to help you navigate the stressful, the frustrating, the, listen, I really want to do this, but I don't know how to do this. And I just need a little bit of advice so that I can get moving. We want this to be that for you. So please send us your questions. Guess what? Same spot. Podcast at leadwell.com. Text me your question. 832-895-1253 or leave me a voicemail at 832-895-1253. I can't wait to answer your questions. 
before I get those from you, Matthew, we get questions all the time in the trainings that we do, in the webinars that we have, in coaching. Uh, what is one of those questions that we get asked all the time that we can help leaders with today? Yeah. Hey, John. So the first one I've got here that we hear all the time, and it's one I used to be asking myself many times, is about the infamous one-on-one -on -one meeting. How often, <laughs> you know, right? How often should I have them? Which staff do I have them with? How long they should be? What am I focusing on in them? Um, that that comes up a lot. So what yeah. what have you got for us with that one? Cool. All right. Question is one-on-ones. What do I do? How often do I have them? I mean, let's be real, right? We have all had the the the, <clears throat> the boss uh, where we get to go into that one-on-one -on -one and it is totally about checking in on, have you done this? Is this what you're going to do next? Tell me about this project that you're working on. And can you report your results on this, this, and this? Can you tell me every single email that you have sent in the last three weeks? And that is not uh, an effective one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, that is totally over-managing. So, uh, let's start first. What's the purpose of the one-on-one -on -one meeting? Uh, and then uh, we should start with purpose, right? Let's clarify the purpose as part of the podcast today. Thanks, Matthew, for that tee up, whether you meant it or not. Uh, and then let's talk about what we do and how often we do it. And all I can tell you is what I do, uh, what's worked for me and what we, uh, help folks do. Uh, and so why uh, do we have the one-on-one? -on -one? Uh, well, uh, I have found that there are three reasons why to have the one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, first and foremost is to build a relationship with the people that I get the privilege of leading. Uh, so first, it's to get to know the people. It's to build a real connection with the team. Nobody cares what you know until they know how much you care. You may have heard that before. So I want to be connected. Uh, it's going to influence how I start every one-on-one. -on -one. The second one is I, as a leader, want to serve. I want to help. I want to be able for all of us to move. And so uh, second reason is I want to help and I got to figure out how to help. The third one is uh, we have to keep moving this work forward. We just talked about how important the work that we do is. We need it to be advancing uh, because we got people to serve. We got lives to impact. Uh, we got lives to change. So uh, here's that's why, right? Connection. How can I help? And we got to keep this ball moving, going off of those three, moving into the one-on-one. -on -one. How often do we do it? <clears throat> here's, here's the fun part. Everybody always like, but do you do that for part-time people? What do you, what if it's contract? What if I have a volunteer that shows up once a year? Like, no. Okay. When we talk about one-on-ones, we are talking, I'm talking about full-time team members, those team members that are full-time, right? They are career full-time, you know, full-time exempt, like these people are doing this for their main gig. That's who we're talking about. Part-time volunteers, like we have to use our best judgment, but I'm talking about those that are in it with you all the time, day in, day out, Monday through Friday, nine to five or whatever your schedule is. Uh, we meet every week. Yeah, I know. You just said that's a lot. <laughs> I get it. Here's, here's how I work that out. There's 52 weeks a year. And you're going to take vacation. I'm going to take vacation. Something's going to come up in your life. Something's going to come up in my life. We're not going to meet 52 weeks a year. There's a holiday, no doubt, on one of those weeks. So at best, I'm getting 40 weeks a year connecting with one person that I am arm in arm with, heart in heart with, going to do this work. 40 times for 30 minutes. It's 20 hours a year. It's not that long. 
And I have found that if you do that with this pattern, you actually are able to connect a whole lot less in the in-between. So we're meeting every week for 30 minutes and we go through three things. We connect, we remove, and we advance. We connect as people. And out of the 30 minutes, that's like three to five minutes. Hey, how are you doing? How's your daughter? How was that trip that you just took to San Francisco? What's going on? Next up, because I want to serve, I want to serve first, and I always want to serve, I'm going to ask, how can I help you? Where am I a roadblock? Where am I a bottleneck? What do you need from me to be able to keep doing the work? Where are you paused? Where can I help? How can I help connect dots? How can I help answer this question? How can I help clear this thing so that you can continue to run? Connect, remove, and the last one, advance. Now I'm checking in progress to goals, action items from previous one-on-ones, meetings before. Now I'm saying, how are we doing on X? And this is also where I got my list, you got your list, we're going through needed action items. Or the, hey, I've been keeping this running tally in my notebook here, and uh, <clears throat> Matthew, can I just use you? Okay, I'll use Matthew. And now let's pretend I'm talking to Matthew, and now I'm sharing some of the things that I'm seeing that we need to be focusing on or potentially reprioritizing or just prioritizing in general. So one-on-ones, full-time team members, every week, 30 minutes, we focus on three things, connection, removing roadblocks to the work, and advancing the work on the goals and priorities that we have. Hope that helps you. Matthew, what's the next question? The next question, and that was a great answer that took a little bit of time. So we are going to go with, and this is very important to the workplace. You can have any food you want in Houston. What are you going to go eat? (laughs) It's critically important. And if I answer this wrong, everybody in Houston will no longer listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, what am I going to go eat if I am here in Houston? It, let's be clear. One, it boils down to two things. It's either Tex-Mex or barbecue. And uh, I'm going Tex-Mex, baby. Tex-Mex is my jam. I love me some Tex-Mex. So if you come visit me in Houston, uh, we are going to have Tex-Mex. If we get two meals... Then we'll go get some barbecue. I got a couple of places that we could go. I can't wait to take you there. Matthew, thanks for the questions. Uh, Everybody, thank you for being a part of this podcast today. We are here to help you. We want to give you the tools, the resources, the guidance, the coaching, so that you can go out and lead well. And we ask that you share, subscribe, and review this podcast so we know how we're doing and so that you can help others find the show. And right now, For a couple of weeks, we are giving away 150 bucks if you go and leave a review. So please go review the show. Tell us how we're doing. Put it on your favorite podcast platform. Snap a screenshot of that review. Send it to me at podcast at leadwell.com or text me that picture at 832-895-1253 and you will be entered for your chance to win 150 bucks. Hey, everybody. Be well. Lead on. God bless.